I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready? We are Key and Juice. Two Penn State legends, Kijana Carter and O.J. McDuffie, are breaking down Penn State football like no one else. We are Key and Juice, and we are right now. What is going on, Nittany Nation? I am O.J. McDuffie, and he is... The raspy voice, Kijana Carter. I'm the one and only raspy voice, Kijana Carter, and welcome to the We Are Key and Juice podcast. Trey Deuce, other than your voice, what's going on? Man, I'm doing good, man. Um, no, another week. Uh, little, my little daughter should be here. Excited for that. Uh, of course, we had a, you know, a great win on Saturday. Um, can't talk about your Dolphins on Sunday. That pissed me off. But um, overall, everything's good. Hey, wait, 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 man. It's, did you hear what I said? This is the We Are. Key and Juice podcast. Nothing to do with my Dolphins, man. Why'd you have to go there, man? I was, I was, I was over that loss already. Bust my child about the Bengals, and they're finally good. <laughs> so no, I get it. Yeah, the Bungles are pretty good. The Bungles are pretty good. <laughs> and they beat up on Buffalo. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a Bills. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Bengals fan when they beating up on the Bills. So trust me, we're good. I was telling everybody there. Excuse my voice. I don't know. I got some raspy voice this morning, so I don't know what happened. Hmm. Okay. Oh well. Yeah, I dream. I don't know. See if that works. <laughs> yeah. All right. To hear more of Kijana's uh, raspy voice, please be sure to check out the Happy Valley United website. As always, we are always excited to talk Penn State football. It's great to have this platform to do so. So, Key, let's 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 jump into it, man. All right. All right. So let's go back to last week as you talked a little bit about uh, Penn State rolls into College Park and dominates Maryland fifty-one fifteen. 
I thought that Drew Aller was the Drew Aller we've been waiting for. I thought he was spectacular. Uh, he threw for 240 yards, four TDs, 25 for 34. And he also ran the ball key for 39 yards. What do you think about Drew's performance so far? Or not so far, but other, in that game, yeah. I don't care about the uh, – sorry, I don't care about the yardage. I'm not worried about that. But he was like a surgeon out there, slicing and dicing. Yeah. I think by far that was his best game of the season. He really had a command of the offense, um, really controlled the team too, and he was throwing some dimes out there, man. I mean, obviously, Stevens had a crazy one-handed catch for the first touchdown, but he was putting the ball in the perfect spot for the receivers to make a play, and I was very impressed with him with that. And then, like I said, he finally might have listened to our podcast and tell him to get to run <laughs> because now he was able to scramble a couple times like he was running around, got scared, like, waiting to get hit, <laughs> you know, using his feet to, to extend some plays. So I was very proud of him. He had a great game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, Key. And one thing we've talked about, and you always talk about too, is he got the tight ends involved. Yes. And more importantly, he threw the ball downfield. Talk about how you felt when you saw the ball with some airtime, Key. Hey, man, I tell you, man, it just changed the complex of the, of the whole offense and then keeps the defense on their heels because – like I said, we've been dinking and dunking for the most part for this whole season. And I think maybe last week against uh, when we beat um, uh, Indiana, might have Indiana, yeah. a little bit. No, no, with that deep ball to, to K-Lamb. But uh, it was good to see it go deep, and we need to do that because now, obviously, the last three teams about to face, we got to let them know that we do got some people we can, that can go deep and we can get it to them. Yeah, I think we're seeing this growth that we've been wanting from Drew Aller, man. I mean, I, honestly, I think at the beginning of the season, they were holding back a little bit. Um, I, I'm just That's just me speculating. But I think they realize that, you know, our, our run game has suffered because we have not taken the shots. We started to take the shots, and Drew Aller obviously has the arm for it, man. So I'm seeing a lot of growth in him so far, you know. And then, you know, it's a progression. First year starting, and I think that he's starting to work step by step. And I think we're right now – we're, we're, you know, on, on that next step of his uh, of his growth as a quarterback. I agree. I, I think really last week you really show why, like, obviously he was so highly touted out there as a quarterback. Sorry about this voice, but he was no so – No, don't – don't no, you're good, man. so highly good. touted as a quarterback. And, you know, he was able to make throws. It's just like certain people can't do. And he was doing effortlessly too. So, uh, very happy with him. He was calm. You know, the high state game. Look, he was like over his head. He was a little nervous, trying to press. He was trying too hard. And even against Indiana, and then towards the second half, you no, know, when we started making a little rally to come back, you could really see the confidence coming in him. And I think with a, a good quality win and playing like he did on the road, definitely uh, propel don't propel him going into the future. Yeah, no doubt about it. You talked a little bit about K, about K. Lamb. You know, he had 95 yards on eight grabs. And also you mentioned my man Cephas yeah. with the one-hand grab. He had six grabs for 53 yards and two opens. I think it's about time that Cephas showed he's the opposite guy of K. Lamb because, honestly, Key, you know, he's had his opportunities. He had a couple drops, and I think that they kind of went away from him. But he showed that he can be the number two opposite our, our number one guy. Yeah, we're going, we're going to need um... – Especially you know, going in the, the last three games, we got to show that okay, K Lamb is you no know, maybe the priority, but we do have another receiver on the other side that can, if you double him, they can make some good plays too. So it was good to see him out there playing well. Obviously, I know he graduated transfer from Kent State, and I know that made him feel good. And you know, as you know, when you have one good game, 
that could propel you, you know, confidence and say, you know what? Yeah. Yes, I can play out here and you know, I had a good game and this can you know, help the offense. And then also, you know, getting those tight ends involved, like you said, it was just good. It was just a great day for passing. You won't have 400 yards uh, stats in there, but no, we 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 did with everything with precision and straight dominated. Yeah, we talk about the passing. You know, we talk about the passing yards. We also ran for one fifty eight. Yeah. So it was really, really. I mean, that's what you that balance right there is what you really want in any game. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. And I'm tell you what, it was a total total team effort when it came to to what we did offensively. I thought they they did a great job uh, from beginning to end. Really, I totally agree. I mean, if you really look at the stats, I mean, I know we'll talk about defense in a minute, but. I think this was our most complete game. Granted, yeah, we beat Iowa 31 nothing, but the defense, I think, really set the tone for that game. Where in this game, we dominated them on both sides of the ball. And, you know, those 15 points was, you know, we based on that gifted to them. They still had to score. <laughs> you know, from both plays on our side, they really helped them continue to drive for them to score. Once again, this is OJ and, and, and Ernie and Bert. I mean, I'm sorry, and Kajana. Um, you are <laughs> on the We Are Key and Juice podcast. You, you talked a little bit about the defense, Key. It was stifling. Uh, Talia Tungabalo was on the run the whole time. He had a consecutive completion streak that meant absolutely nothing in the game, right? <laughs> yeah, he had a few explosive plays, but nothing major, man. Um, and, and check this out, Key. They gave up. I don't know if you can call it giving up. Can you, can you call it? When it's minus 49 yards, does that mean you gave up minus 49 yards that's or you didn't allow? How's that, how, do you, how do you phrase that? That's, that's crazy. I mean, you know, I mean, to his little brother, Tungle Valor, he's a, he's a good player. But he, he is. Running, he was running like a you know, run around for life. And, you no, know, to have somebody rush for negative 49 yards, I know it's some of the sacks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, my, six of the sacks counted for that. It's yeah, still, so. that's still, that's still <laughs> crazy. And um, no shout out to the defense; they did a great job. Like I said, the one touchdown, I think we had like what a pass interference, and then like two, two like dumb penalties that we did on defense that extended the play. And obviously, they still had a score, but they did. But a uh, defense played outstanding, and no, it is. No, this week we had a great offensive. Uh, play but defense has been the consistent thing with our team and you no know, it's good to see them bounce back from Indiana I think we had like a couple little lapses last week but this right. week they played very very well very proud of them this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively therapy is safe it's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that defense. We were plus four, Kijan in the turnover battle, uh, four to nothing, actually, which means we we controlled and uh, protected the ball very well. We're plus 16 for the season, Kijana. The team is plus 16, which leads the nation when it comes to, to that. The next team is plus 12. So the defense is definitely cooking out there. Yeah, the defense is definitely cooking. And also credit to the offense. You know, Aller not throwing picks. Running backs holding on to the ball, not fumbling. You know, anytime you're plus like that, you will have a you know, a good record like we have. So we got to continue that going. And, you no know, next week, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But that's going to be very crucial. Uh, trying to win. Oh, you mean this week? You're talking about this week? Damn, this week, I'm damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing I, I, I saw, I read a stat. I, I was listening to a little bit of Coach Franklin's uh, uh, post game or you know weekly presser. Mm-hmm. Penn State is winning the third quarter, ninety-seven donut. Ninety-seven. So we come out of halftime, ninety-seven donuts. We come out of halftime. We're doing pretty good as a team, which uh, you'd like to see that as well. Wow. Uh, you, hey, man. I, I mean, and, and that has to continue. You have to you have to own second halves. Same thing the Dolphins did. You didn't say that about my Dolphins, yeah. though, did you? Yeah, we are. Shut them out. Shut them out in the second half. Yeah, but that's you know, okay. That's true. We are. Okay. Man, we are. No pun intended. We are a second half team. So yeah, no, we have for sure. No, definitely. They credit to the coaches. You know, going to the locker room at halftime and making the you no know, halftime adjustments, and obviously ninety-seven nothing. That's crazy in the third quarter. So we've always been dominant. So if we can get that going into the first two quarters, like we did against Maryland. No, I, I I really see this um, our team being really unstoppable, and um, that's a uh, ninety-seven nothing. That's crazy. That's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's big time. You know, the team should be honestly, the team should be feeling pretty good about themselves yes. heading into this next game. And it was good to have a win like that going into this week. You know, against right the, the amazing blue. Right, for sure, for sure. Again, be sure to check out the Happy Valley United. You can get more of this amazing content from me and my man, K, KJ. Here we go. Uh, speaking of feeling pretty good, Keith. Yeah. 
Bro, I'm so excited, dog. I'm so, I'm so stoked, Key. Are you stoked for this next one, man? Number three, Michigan rolls into Happy Valley Saturday for the stripe-out game. I'm in the white section, by the way. You going to game? Um, <laughs> Dude, you going to game again? <laughs> yeah, it was a last-minute decision, man. Last-minute decision. Um, man. But I, I got a couple of things I got to take care of up there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some work done up there, Key. You know, I'm getting some work yeah, done, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, right. but anyhow, so like I said, the team has been feeling they're feeling pretty good about themselves. We talk about how stingy our defense is being, key, but Michigan's defense. I mean, but Michigan has rushed for over fifteen hundred yards this year so far. Will the Lions' rush defense be able to stand up and up, up for the task for this? That's a tail of tape. That's a tail of tape. Their their offense is predicated on the run. And Michigan, as we all know for years, they've always had big linemen, always ran the ball, and always been good. And with uh, Edwards, which we know, obviously, his uncle Corey down here, and uh, Corum, that's where they're off. I mean, that's where their team starts at. I think on both sides, that's the identity they have. And they're explosive. We had a one-two punch. They got a good one-two punch, too. So if our run defense, our runner got to hold up in the middle. We have to, yeah. and I mean that's what Michigan's you know bread and butter is: pound you, pound you, pound you, pound you. Like the old Penn State days, pound you, and then yeah. you, the dam's gonna break, and you, you know your will's broken. So I think that's gonna be very, very, very crucial. And then, you know, with our defense, we might not have to blitz as much. You no, know, obviously McCarthy's having a good season, and they say him right. Heisman, uh, you know, watching all that. I ain't worried about that. Yep. Do you stop number two and number seven in the backfield? And I think I think we can uh have a have a good outcome come Saturday. I think um, Manny Diaz game plan key honestly should be we're gonna lock you up on the outside. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put somebody else in the box. McCarthy, you're gonna have to beat us on the outside. You're gonna have to beat us. Like- I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let Corum and Edwards beat us. You, we're gonna have seven, eight guys in the box. Run it if you can. If not, you, you're gonna have to throw it at times and see how see how good you can do it. And that's that's probably the best way of handling it. Yes, yes, I agree, and I think this is another thing. Like we uh, we said, like with Kalen King, he struggled a little bit, didn't have a good game against uh, Marvin Harrison, the highest, the best receiver in in, in pro football. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know he's in college, but he... <laughs> but I, mean, I think this is a, a a good opportunity for him and the other DBs, number three, number twenty five. I don't know, obviously, the older names, but that say, hey, we want you to be on this receiver because we're going to pack the line. Because we want to stop the run. If we can stop the run, I think we can stop their offense. And now you gotta be model and model with, with your guy in front of you. So I think this could be a breakout game for Kaylin King and some of the other players and say, hey, you know what? You know what? Put more in the box. I got this guy. No, we're yeah. not gonna be able to go on this. So I if we can do that, I think uh, like I said, I think it could be very, very good because our demons are good. But now this is the game we got to show up because those big boys in front, they're going to try to run it on us. Now, Key, you know, we are the best opponent that, you know, Michigan has seen since the scandal went, went public. And, you know, uh, mm-hmm. do you think the Wolverines be distracted with this? Or do you think they'll do like uh, Chris Berman says and circle the way? <laughs> no, I, I think that's outside noise. I mean, as you know, as a yeah. player, I think, you know, when you get noise like that and then, I mean, whatever – Jim Harbaugh, no, whatever's going on him, but we know he's a former player. He said the only thing we control is what's in this locker room. 
So it's us against the world. You can use that motivation and say, you know, yeah. prove people wrong. So it might be a little bit more motivation out there because they want to say we are worthy of the rankings and the accolades that we all getting. We don't need to be doing all that. No, this is our team. Um, at the same time, no, granted, we're playing at noon. I wish it was at night. Yeah. But we're gonna be yeah. environment. <laughs> we got to have that 12 man, 12 man out there um, getting hype and get the guys hype. So um, it could be, um, um, for their standpoint, it could go one, one or two ways. No, how about, what kind of leadership do you have? Do you have a lot of older people on your team that's older leadership saying, you know what, avoid that distractions? Or do you have some young guys out there who say, what's going to happen to us? No, no, are we going to be able to, no, be able to be in the cause playoff, or is our game gonna be be forfeited, right. or whatever it is? Um, I just know if it was me, I'm like, yo, I'm not worried about that distraction. I'm worried about regardless if I they take all our games away. If I know I played you and I beat your ass, I won. No, whatever the signs, the only sign, I'm not worried about that. So, yeah, no doubt about it. You know, Coach Franklin, you know, he actually took a bit of a shot at Michigan yeah. this past week in the scandal yeah. uh, in his press conference yesterday. Uh, here's what he had to say real quick. Um, I'm focused on all the stuff I see on film. That's, that's what we're focused on is all the stuff that we see on film, their players, their scheme, um, all the stuff. When I say see on film, what we see on the, the coach's copy of the film, the stuff that's going on between the sidelines, the, the 53 and a third, that, that's what we're focused on. All right, well, you know, Key, it's funny. You know, he, he talks about the game film, the film, yeah. but the, the the film between the, the 53, you know, between the yards. So I, I get where he's coming from there. And, uh, you know, Coach Frank is not a guy that's going to, like, talk anything bad about another program. He, but, you know, I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. And Penn State was one of those teams that they were scouting illegally, you know, throughout this whole process. So we'll see how much we've actually changed all our stuff that we do to make sure that whatever they got on film, you know, <laughs> illegally. Yeah. Uh, presumably, um, is you know, has been changed up a little bit. Well, you just wonder, yeah. I mean, if you know, eventually, if you know that somebody allegedly has been you no know, stealing signs, do you go back to the old school way, like when we played? You no, know, Joe used to give us a, a messenger service, a messenger, yeah, run the plays in or do something, mm-hmm. um, or follow yeah. up, you no, know, and then give like a number and have a wrist thing on uh, Drew Allers, uh, wrist or something, but. On everybody's wrist. Yeah. Put on everybody's wrist. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do something. But I no no coach knows the game. He's been in this game for a while. So I I think um knowing that this has been happening, I'm sure he has a, a counter a counter attack for it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked a little bit about their offense key, but hell, Michigan defense is pretty damn good too, man. Stingy itself. And there's the week with the lowest points allowed and yards allowed per game. Told as a nation, Penn State is third and second in those categories, respectively. Michigan's only given up, hasn't given up more than 13 points all season, man. But they haven't played anybody yet, Key. I mean, we got to say that because they haven't played anybody. They haven't played Ohio State yet. They haven't played us yet. What are your thoughts on what Penn State needs to do to win this football game? Well, I mean, I, I think one day we need to you know, control the line of scrimmage, which is hard. You know, Michigan is known for strong offensive line, defense line, but the time of possession – um, obviously, if we can out get more possessions than them, I think that's going to be very, very important. And the turnover battle, uh, now we talked about it earlier in, in the in the in our podcast that if we can go out there, our defense has been great forcing turnovers. Uh, our edge rushers being able to get 
to the quarterbacks and we can get to McCarthy and um, you know, make make the backs fumble, if we can win the turnover battle. I think that's gonna be crucial. Like motto and motto, I think we're all the same. And that's what you know with us high state, even though they beat us, those type of teams is like when you're you no know, same physical abilities and capabilities, you no know, where are you gonna win? Is it in special teams? You no, know, we you no know, with our punt returner. Can we win in the punt return game? You know, our kicker's been kicking good. So you gotta find one of those one of those little areas where we can you know, maybe you know take advantage of. But the whole thing, you no, know, I think kinda of like when we played is like you never know when you're that play is, is gonna be the play that's gonna make the that's gonna change the game. And the guys going that mindset is like you gotta play every play hard, which we will. And you just don't want to be that one person said, "Damn, if I, I held somebody and called a touchdown back, or I didn't do that." But um, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. And they play that old school. They're they're not they're not spreading you five wide like a high state. They're going we're going tight two tights, one back, and we're gonna run it, run it, run it, get you a play action. So we gotta we gotta actually have our chin straps you know tighten up. But that's the type of games that we know what a turn team is. We look forward to it. Now, last year it was a little ugly, but um, you know, for the most part, you no, know, we've been having our little little going back and forth with Michigan the last few years. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing dirty sports scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think three and three the last six games. So, yeah, uh, that makes sense right there. And we and we do need to get some get back, though, no matter what. You know, always got to get some get back, man. Along with what you're saying, though, I like what you're saying about, you know, the turnover battle and the line scrimmage. You also got to stay ahead to change a little bit. You know, we got to stay ahead to change a little bit. We got you talk about this mano a mano. The one-on-ones on both sides of the ball are going to be important. Wide receiver, our wide receivers versus their DBs, their wide receivers versus our DBs is going to be huge for us. And I'm going to tell you this too, Key, and you're, you're hearing this from a guy that's an offensive-minded guy. It's not. It's okay to punt sometimes and flip the field, you know what I mean, and then put our defense back out there. Don't turn it over, flip the field, and put our defense back out there and see how much we can we can march march down the field. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I love about you know, Coach Franklin, he's a gambler, risk taker. You know, those fourth, like I said, the fourth downs, fourth and ones, fourth and twos. You know, if you're playing, you know, respect the Maryland's, Indiana's, things like that. But, you know, when you're going against these formidable teams, like you said, field, field position. And eventually, no, how's it go? Does it, you know, you start pushing people back and you get better field position when they, when they do punt. So um, I, I like what you're saying is, no, sometimes, sometimes punt, there's no heroes out here because if you go for a fourth down, like we did against a high state, kick this in the ass. And it, you no, know, and not say that changed the whole complexity of the game, but it sure didn't help. Right, 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 right. Key, on a, on a bigger subject, man. Yeah. How big how big of a game is this for Coach Franklin? Does he have to win this game? For what? For to keep his job? Not to keep his job. Mm, the respect. But yeah, for all that, does he need to win this game? Of course. I mean, yeah. we have we have win all our games. We, you you want to win them all, but yeah. do I, this is important. I, it's a, it's a big one. I mean, obviously the high state game. Well, we feel like we have a national. To, uh, national championship kind of team, and obviously we let one slip away against a high state. No, we just didn't play well. We got to protect home. Yeah, we're home. And what? What other game? You no, know, playing a good team like Michigan, number three coming into our home, and we can come out with a, a victory. Not only one confidence with the team. I know the fan base has been down a little bit. We're happy about. <laughs> excuse me, last week with the no good win against Maryland, but the upper echelon of the teams, our records are not good. No, the top 10, just top 10 teams. Um, So I just think overall recruiting and everything, this could be a very, very big game. And all eyes are on us because it's a noon game on Fox. So well, I think it would be a, a very, 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 very important game for Coach Franklin. Yeah, big new, no doubt. I think too, uh, key a, a, a dub should put us back in the in the in the conversation, the college football playoff. It has to. You beat number three. You know, every time you know we 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 drop so far back after you know, losing number number two, uh, you know, whatever Ohio State was at that point. But you know, at this point, you know, you beat number three at home, and you know, you don't you don't have to be convincing because they're number three. So no matter what it is, man, you you beat those guys, just win. Right. And I know you talked about a little bit. Yeah, It's so funny. You talk about the, you know, the 110, the 111,000 people that are going to be out there and how loud they can be. And I hope it goes back to the one mission game where you see the, the clip of them calling a timeout before the game starts because they couldn't hear anything. I'm pretty sure it's going to be that loud again. 
But Coach Franklin was talking about, you know, it's a it's an early game. You know, people can drink their donuts. I mean, drink their coffee, Dunkin' Donuts, and eat their eat their eat their donuts. Man, we we're not. That's not how we roll at Penn State, Key. We're going to be out there tailgating at seven o'clock. As soon as they open those gates, we're going to be getting it in so we can get it loud out there, man. It's going to be super loud, bro. I got goosebumps when you think about that. We're really, with an early game like that. We're going to be tailgating on Friday night, and then just continuation. You wake up and start start going having your morning coffee. Um, but um, yeah, man, uh, we need that twelfth man. I think twelfth man is going to be big. No, no, when we go on the road. No, usually like last week, it was like all Penn State, but this is a big game. And man, no, again, high state game sucked. But again, it's all in front of us. If we win, that's going to propel us. And you just keep winning because all the other teams got to play each other too. You know, and that's the thing. If you look at all the teams that they're like between like five and before and nine, they all got to play each other. So if we win, and just continue to play. Worry about this game, but just win. Everything that you wanted to do at the beginning of the year is still there. But we got to win first. Man, I'm, I, I'm I'm pumped up, man. I do not like Michigan. I don't like I don't like any of these dudes, man. You know they don't like us, and that's fair. Uh, we don't like any teams in the Big Ten, and that's the way it's supposed to be. That's why the college football is the best, man. So we get this opportunity to you know to hold serve at home. Against this Michigan team, that's that's pretty damn good. I, I'll grant them that. But hell, we can get them, man. I'm just saying that it's a big game for us to 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 rise up to the occasion and and handle these guys, man. I'm excited about the opportunity, and I know our guys are, I man. They have to be excited about this. Well, the one thing you said, I mean, obviously people said that about us, but if you look at their records, like who did they play yet? They haven't played anybody in that caliber. You know, they beat Michigan State. You no, know, they beat you no. Know, Purdue and no disrespect to all these schools, but they're not on our level or even like the higher level of teams. So even for them, they're out there chest pumped out. But if you hit them in the mouth, like, oh, okay, this is not Purdue. Okay. It's a little different because they haven't, they haven't had any adversity yet. They haven't played in a tough game yet because all their games have been blowouts. So that's another thing that's very key. We get them, we win in a tough game. So many people, they don't know what, not say they don't know what to do, but they haven't been in that, in that situation yet. And they're on the road. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I love it too, man. I know. Yeah, I, I love it too, man. I mean, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to, to get up there and get at it, man. And we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to get it done, man. We're going to hold serve and we're going to get it done and be back in the conversation, you know, and that, that's what it's all about. You know, I, I think that's that, what it's all though, about. That, that Indiana game was a waking call. Obviously, we saw, we were sulking because of high state. And then it came up, you no know, two big plays, and we're like, oh, snaps. You no, know, what's going on? But we found a way to come back, win, and obviously the bomb uh, to K Lamb, and then you know, the strip sack, and this and that. I think that just gave motivation in how we played last week. You can see that that high state game that was two weeks before that, there was no lapse or any sulking in that game against Maryland. And I just think now, over time, that we're playing good, we played well last week as a team. It was a good team win. And Maryland is a good team. I mean, they would be in the high state in the, I think, fourth quarter uh, earlier this year. They're a good team, and we won like that on the road. The guys got confidence, but at the same time, we got to win that line of scrimmage. Both sides. That's it. We got to win. That's it. Win up front. Like our guys, we have, we, have, we, have, we have Abdul and all them flying around. That's great. 
but it'll big nasties up front. We got to win. No, we just got to you know, ex- you know, win the line of scrimmage and you no know, shut down the run because we can make them one dimensional and and McCarthy make him about say, okay, really how good you are because on third down, you know, we come with that smoke. Our boys come get right. you. We come get you. So we got to win on first and second down. <laughs> All right, Key, before we get out of here, man, let's go to my uh, one of my favorite segments, man. Um, our Lions in the league. And this week we uh, we will talk about my man, who you know is my favorite, man, my favorite wide receiver all time at Penn State, Jahan Dotson. You know, uh, he had a slow start to the season, Key, but he, he scored in back-to-back weeks now, including the big one against New England Patriots this past game. Uh, monster game versus Eagles a couple weeks ago, eight grabs for 108 and a touchdown. Um, of course, the Patriot game we just talked about, four catches for 69 and one up in, man. That is my dude, bro. You know that's my – I you know, I talk about him because I think he's the greatest, the best Penn State wide receiver ever. You can't say the greatest because Kenny Jackson, obviously, was two-time All-American. But the most well-rounded, talented receiver, Jahan Dotch is my dude, man. He had a, he's been having a hell of a last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even know we were going to talk about him, but that catch he had <laughs> to win the game and get in the wing, that was a heck of a catch. And the thing is, it's just kind of like we're talking about how we got to do against Michigan. You no, know, with, uh, with them, they got two good receivers, him and McLaurin. Uh, and a lot of people are going double McLaurin because they're more scared. Of yeah. Jahan, Jahan hasn't been in the league as long, but now right. he's got everybody on notice. He's playing well. And the thing is, as obviously a receiver, you can be as good as you want, but you need a quarterback to get you the ball. And how has been throwing the ball well the last few weeks, and now you can let his talents showcase. And I'm very happy for him because he seems like a good, you know him. Uh, like I said, you did cornhole with him. He looks like a great kid. And He's just so smooth. I just, he just smooth, man. He's just so smooth. Smooth, man. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell have got that. They've got that that team cooking a little bit right now in that offense, at least. What's that? No, the receiver coach. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Ingram for sure, man. That's my dude. That's my dude. Our dude. Your dude for sure too. No doubt about it, man. So we like what they're doing there. That offense side of football. Especially when they're beating up teams in the AFC East like the Patriots. We appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. All right, traders with that, man. Let's get up out of here, man. I know you got bigger things to do other than get ready for the game on Saturday. Big game on Saturday. Get a voice. I don't know what you I I, I saw your I saw your remedy before we got on here, but I won't tell anybody what your what your remedy is, man. So don't don't do it. <laughs> you don't do this. Two more than That's right. Uh, again, guys. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys uh, for joining us on the We Are Key and Juice podcast. Please, please, please join us out there on the Happy Value United website uh, for more of this content. He is Kijana Carter. And I am OJ McDuffie because we are Penn State. All day, every day. Oh. Thank you, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.